Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. You know, I listen to Bickley and Murata. Terrific show, by the way. I really enjoy it. Bickley and Murata mornings from 6 to 10. Bickley and Murata. It's the greatest show on earth. Bickley and Murata. Good morning and welcome. Dan Bickley. Sports, man. Sports. Vince Murata. It's a power-packed morning zoo. Are you kidding me? Bickley and Murata. Bickley and Murata. I love this show. This is the greatest show in the history of radio. It's the greatest radio show ever. Bickley and Murata. I hate everything about this show. This is the worst show in the world. Hello and happy Thursday to all you Valley sports fans. What is happening? I am Dan Bickley. Alongside me is my partner, Vince Murata, Jared Carlin, Sarah the Ruthless. Ruthless. Hello, everybody. Good morning, all. Hi, hi. How are we doing? Hi, hi. How are we doing today? Um, I'm I'm wondering when the, the actual documentary filming... The actual hard knocks of the Arizona Cardinals is going to air. <laughs> two years, two and a half years, three years. Still all being captured by NFL Films, so I wouldn't hold your breath. Yeah. Somewhere somewhere in those can- the, the canisters of those NFL Films are going to be taken back and put in that same warehouse with the uh, Indiana Jones artifacts. <laughs> at the end of Raiders of the Lost right. Ark. That's where, where, that's where all that footage is going to go, dude. So Some guy a- with like crates uh, yeah. from the yeah. floor to ceiling. And- yeah. We just need a rogue HBO employee that, right. to do the work right. for us. That's right. That's right. It's just we, we sort of... I'm not going to say we were sold the wrong thing. We just sort of were expecting the wrong thing. Yes. This is uh, to tell stories. I, I'm not even, yeah, no, I'm not even talking. Oh, no, listen, scenes, I'm really. not even talking about what HBO is showing, and it's it, it's ironic to me from that standpoint only what the news that broke with Steve Keim, it broke too late for, for even the show to get their arms around it in any capacity, so yet it was another show that came by that was a little disassociated from reality. So what I'm just saying is from the big picture, the real documentary of what has gone down with this football team since last year's Super Bowl to today, I'm not sure I've seen anything like it. It is, even in the last, I was just thinking about it, in the last month, three plus weeks, you've had the Sean Coogler story, Kyler Murray goes down with a season-ending injury, and now your general manager takes a a health-related leave. Yeah. It's just it's it's unbelievable. You know, it, it's life imitating art. Mm-hmm. Hard knocks, crazy. Well, and you heard uh, part of the hard knocks too, and uh, the, the radio broadcast from from Dave Passion and, and Ron Wolfley, and they're featured pretty prominently every week. But you know, in the aftermath and the players walking off the field, you hear the audio. They both use the term miserable. Mm. This has been a miserable yeah. football season. Yeah, it's been about as bad as they get. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go after the show today, shopping for some Christmas spirit because I'm like suspiciously really low. In fact, the metaphor for Christmas up until this point was the driver who got pulled over in the HOV lane by an Arizona officer and this person had an inflatable Grinch in the passenger side seat. (laughs) Nothing like trying to skirt the rules of the road. By using with an inflatable, I mean, actually being the Grinch. Yeah, I mean that makes that checks out more, I guess, than if it was like Santa. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. I feel like the Grinch right now. Yeah, I'll buy it. All right, in your front seat. Let's have some fun. It's Thursday. Start the show, Jarrett.
splash. splash. The stories making waves in the sports world. The splash. Cannonball. Cannonball coming. Cannonball coming. The splash. Brought to you by Presidential Pools, Arizona's number one pool builder. See why at presidentialpools.com. The tumultuous 2022 season for the Arizona Cardinals continued on Wednesday. Ian Rappaport of NFL Network reported General Manager Steve Kime taking an indefinite health-related leave of absence from the team. In his absence, VP of Player Personnel Quentin Harris and VP of Pro Personnel Adrian Wilson picking up Kime's duties in the interim. Cardinals declined further comment, citing the legal need for privacy. Kime started in the Cardinals organization in 1999 as a regional scout, worked his way up to general manager in 2013. Uh, let's get this out there. First and foremost, uh, best wishes to Steve Kime. His mm-hmm. family and everything. Mm-hmm. Health is of the utmost importance. That is first and foremost, and that's the most important thing. That that job is a grind, especially when you have a yeah. year like this. So we all hope Steve Kime uh, is, is doing it's, well. It's a story that's led to a lot of speculation. There's been a lot of conspiracy theories already. The use of the word legal and the team's release had people wondering what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we can all agree that, that, that there'll be plenty of time for this story down the road, That and speculation is just in, inappropriate yes. at this point. And especially in a story oh, like, without a like doubt. this. Yes. Uh, as expected, the Cardinals put quarterback Kyler Murray on injured reserve after he suffered a torn right ACL in Monday night's loss to the Patriots to take Murray's place on the roster. The team signed quarterback David Blau from Minnesota's practice squad. He's 27. He does have NFL experience. He made five starts for the Lions in 2019 as an undrafted rookie out of Purdue. Head coach Cliff Kingsbury told media yesterday Murray is going to have the surgery after Christmas, which of course is a week from Sunday. Wide receiver Rondale Moore also placed on injured reserve. That will end his season. Moore caught 41 passes for 414 yards and a touchdown in eight games. Colt, uh, Colt McCoy, the new starting quarterback for the Cardinals, was limited in practice on Wednesday with a neck injury. His counterpart, potentially, of the Denver Broncos, Russell Wilson, he did not practice. He is uh, still recovering from a concussion suffered in the Chiefs game. So we might have Colt McCoy against Brett Ripley. Yeah, right. And, and yet it's 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 a game now that because both of these teams are going no place, those kind of storylines really don't even matter. Yeah. You know what true. I mean? Uh, but there is an offensive lineman probably coming back. Will Hernandez was well, des- that is designated good. for return. Yeah. Uh, and quite honestly, I didn't expect to see too many of those guys designated for return. At Actually coming back? Yeah. Oh, did, Rodney oh. Hudson's coming back, man. Uh, no? Day to day. I missed Game time decision. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. will be there the last game of the season in San Francisco. <laughs> the uh, Cowboys claimed uh, cornerback Trayvon Mullen off waivers from the Cardinals, who cut him loose on Tuesday. Uh, Eno Benjamin getting passed around the league. The New Orleans Saints claimed Benjamin off waivers after the Houston Texans released him earlier this week. The Saints become Benjamin's third team in a matter of weeks. His season-high 92 yards and a touchdown came against the Saints as a member of the Cardinals two teams ago on uh, th- uh, Thursday Night Football. Did you see Lovey Smith's comments about Eno Benjamin? Very, very strange. Very Fourth? consistent with what the Cardinals said. Sometimes divorce is a good thing, he said. Uh, yeah. what and hap- leave it at that. What has happened to Eno Benjamin? I mean, Damian Pierce in, uh, in in Tennessee, or excuse me, in uh, Houston, he's their leading running back. He's hurt, and they still cut him. Mm-hmm. 
We just thought we needed to go in a different direction. We'll leave it at that. Sometimes divorce is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Week 15 in the NFL gets underway tonight. Seattle hosting the San Francisco 49ers on Thursday Night Football. Niners quarterback Brock Purdy questionable for the game with an oblique rib injury. If Purdy can't go, journeyman Josh Johnson will get the start and will be the fourth different starting quarterback used by the Niners this season. Seattle's getting Kenneth Walker, their top running back. Uh, back tonight, he missed last week's loss with an ankle injury. 6-15. This is kind of a last gasp for, for Seattle, don't you? Th- do you get that feeling? Kind of, yeah. A little bit. I also had the feeling that in, in an alternative reality, if the Cardinals were having a good year, let's see if they were reversed. Say they were 9-4 and four right now. This game tonight would be one of those games we would be watching, probably cheering for Seattle just to help our playoff positioning. I couldn't help thinking about that mm-hmm. because this is one of the games when we, outlo- when we looked at the schedule at the beginning of the year, this is one of those inter-orbit games yep. that was going to like make a difference in all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I don't know. I it, it's it's amazing how how quickly that Geno Smith story in Seattle has kind of gotten a little sour. MVP votes are falling off, but the Looks, giant the Giants and the Commanders play each other. So one of them is going to lose. So this isn't necessarily a must, must, must win for I Seattle. I was talking more about Seattle in terms and of, the division? Uh, of the division. Oh, yeah. 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 Because, and you know, they're two games right. back right now. Right. Uh, so uh, no, there's a couple of teams right on that brink. I, I think the Dolphins are there this weekend. I, yeah. I think the Seahawks are there this weekend. I yeah, agree. yeah. Suns in LA looking to snap their five-game losing streak against the Clippers. Second of four meetings between the two teams this year. Suns won the first one in LA by 17. Uh, the Suns 16 and 12. Clippers 17 and 13. Coming off a 11-point win over the T Wolves last night. Devin Booker, who missed the last two games with hamstring tightness, is hoping to return tonight. DeAndre Ayton listed as questionable. Cameron. Pain out. 8.30 tip from Crypto.com Arena. Get a nap in. Uh, 8 o'clock pregame <laughs> on the Arizona Sports app and 98.7. Uh, Golden State lost last night in Indiana. They're 2-13 and 13 on the road, but Steph Curry left that game in the third quarter with a shoulder injury. He's undergoing an MRI today. In the world of football, the World Cup final is set. France advanced to Sunday's match with a 2 nothing win over Morocco in the semis. French go for the back-to-back titles against Argentina Sunday morning at 8 o'clock Arizona time. Uh, Arizona men's basketball, they avoided significant additional punishment from the independent accountability resolution process to wrap up the uh, NCAA's look into the program for infractions. They did get hit with a hefty $5,000 fine. <laughs> Vindication ban. Uh, One-year scholarship reduction. Seven-week recruiting communication ban. I just, I find it unbelievable that a couple of that guy's assistant coaches did real, took real penalties and the head coach got off scot-free. Nothing for Sean Miller, who's now the head coach at Xavier. Book Richardson did jail time. Christian Dawkins did jail time. Yeah, for this. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And Book Richardson got that 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 thing, the show of cause penalty, which yeah. means he's probably not going to get another job in, in college sports ever. Probably. Yeah. And Sweat. Sean Miller, yeah, it, it's... Yeah. It was a ten-year ban for Book Richardson. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it was, gonna and again, it's a pre-dawn FBI raided his home. Right? Yeah. yeah, you know, stuff his kids will never forget. UCLA's uh, move to the Big Ten was approved by an eleven to five vote of the University of California Board of Regents, so they're on the move after twenty twenty-three. Among the stipulations, uh, UCLA will have to pay Cal Berkeley a tax between uh, somewhere between two million and ten million dollars. I think this is going to work out just famously for UCLA. Just. <laughs> yeah, uh, right-handed joke. pitcher Noah Syndergaard signing on with the Dodgers. So if you're pinpointing a guy to have a bounce-back year, uh, Syndergaard's your man.
man, because something happens when you go to the Dodgers. Your career just picks up. Uh, and Live Golf announced plans to add a tournament in Arizona as part of its 14-stop uh, tour in 2023. The tournament will be played at the Gallery at Dove Mountain, north of Tucson. And just even the advertising Live Golf uses for its events is so bizarre. I saw this flyer they created for this event in Tucson, yeah. and there's a picture of Phil and DeChambeau and and um, who else was it? There was a third guy there, and it just just the I, I don't know. I, I I'm not a fan, Vinny. <laughs> but it's coming to our. But very it was Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Was it? Oh yeah. I think it's coming to Murano, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There's okay. your splash for Thursday, December fifteenth. Coming up next, man. When it rains, it pours for the Arizona Cardinals. Their general manager Steve Keim taking a health-related leave of absence, indefinite. We'll get into it next. It's uh, Bickley and Murata mornings live from the Akshin Community Studios here on Arizona. Sports, the local sports leader. Dan Bickley, Vince Morata. Bickley and Morata Mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Cardinals general manager Steve Keim is taking an indefinite health-related leave of absence. The man who has run the Cardinals for a very long time, several years, has been one of the faces of their franchise uh, and someone who helped them uh, go deep into the playoffs and then rebuild this thing all the way back up. He is now stepping away indefinitely. Some of Keim's top lieutenants, Adrian Wilson and Quinn Harris, are now going to split his duties on an interim basis. The team is just confirm the news releasing a statement saying uh, that as they are required by law they will keep the details private and confidential but obviously a significant uh, shakeup and situation for the Arizona Cardinals. That was Ian Rappaport from NFL Network. He broke the news late yesterday afternoon on the the uh, you know Steve Kimes situation. Steve Kimes, as you heard, taking a health-related mm-hmm. indefinite leave of absence with four games left to go. Um, again, I said this during the, the you know the, during the first segment of the show. The most important thing is Steve Kimes' health here. Yeah, um, it, it's the timing of it does lead to some questions. How much uh, responsibility do Quentin Harris and Adrian Wilson have right now? What is there really left to do other than the day-to-day tinkerings of a roster, getting a team ready to play? I mean, you can't trade. Obviously, scouting's going on for the draft next year. But, man, uh, you, you could not have outlined, Vic, a longer list of things that have gone wrong no. for the Arizona Cardinals no. this year. It's it, it's amazing what this team has gone through. No doubt about it. So so you wonder about this because the timing is very interesting. So the timing the timing would in it would imply that because you're at the near the end of a season and and nobody would want to eject themselves voluntarily from this, um, given the fact that you know in, in football you share successes and you have to share the failures as well. Yes. It's a team sport, yes. and, and so that would imply that there's a level of seriousness to this that that should command respect and and empathy from everybody um but then you wonder how long indefinite might might be and and if this is if it were because there's going to be serious business and serious planning that this football team needs to do they need to they really need to chart a better path and and there's questions about do we stick with this head coach and and it's from hbo's hard knocks we're going to get into it a little bit later a very very revealing moment at the end of that thing from Cliff Kingsbury um, regarding a post-game speech that he gave to the team after last week's loss. Uh, so with all this change and all this weirdness and all this failure and all this dysfunction, 
you, you just don't know where this whole thing is going and who's going to be in charge. Uh, I'll tell you this. Quentin Harris is a guy that I've got a lot of respect for. He's like Steve Kime has really kind of worked his way from yes. the ground up. Yeah. And he was a he was the New York Giants sniffed around him for a little bit when they needed to fill their GM spot. And he's a guy that's kind of been on on that track. So I, I, I think they've got an in-house candidate along with Adrian Wilson's expertise that they can probably get through the short term. But like I said, the, the long term, there's some real heavy lifting that's got to be done with this football team. And you just you just wonder where this whole thing is going. It just it's uh, I, I said this when we first came out. I, I can't recall a football season just this drama filled and dysfunctional and just bizarre. Yeah, I mean, and you said it right when they walked out the field in January mm-hmm. in SoFi Stadium in that playoff playoff game, that loss, which in itself was you know a football debacle. Right, man, the positives have been few and far between the, for this team to find. Well, and and it's funny because so the off season began with that report about Kyler Murray, and then the Eric Burkhart uh, saga began, and and that just that raised temperatures and created an off-season discussion that that wasn't even necessary and and we spent months talking about it and then finally Kyler Murray was back and doing things and and then the narrative shifted to everything will be okay once this team gets on the football field once once they can you know get into their respite into their you know the their their hallowed field everything will be okay it's yeah. it's only gotten worse it's you know from from the Hollywood Brown speeding ticket to the DeAndre Hopkins drug suspension to J.J. Watt needing his heart shocked back into rhythm. It just it's two coaches fired and and yeah and Three those gone from the staff. Yeah and the the Sean Coogler thing to me it's I I think we only barely understand the um the ripples that must have had on this football team to have a guy there one day and just gone the next. A guy that important, also yeah, to the coaching staff, right? And the rising and, star of the coaching yeah, staff. Remember and the listen, last couple years, and, and I would say that his replacements have done a really good job at keeping this offensive line together in Sean Coogler's absence. But but to you, when you talk about things that can reverberate inside of a building, I mean, this is and now the Steve Kime thing is another. It's 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 a fra- it's a franchise that is totally adrift right now. Yeah, and one thing to consider with the, the future of Steve Kime, of course, is the length of the contract extension. He's under contract through, what, 2027? That, that's mm-hmm. the, the, the magic date on the, on the contract. Uh, this is being termed an indefinite suspension, and that makes perfect sense a at this point. Leave. Suspension. Uh, or, uh, definite uh, leave, excuse me. Um, so so uh, that makes sense at this point because you don't know what you're dealing with necessarily. But um, indefinite can't be the adjective attached to this for a very long time for the future of the team. Is it going to be Steve Kime's show moving forward? Or you mentioned Quentin Harris. Adrian Wilson got GM job interviews last year, at least one mm-hmm. that, that I remember. Mm-hmm. So uh, in terms of candidacy for guys that could take over, um, you know, what does we, we've been wondering for weeks now about the thought process of Michael Bidwell in, in shaping the future of this yeah. team, even though he signed Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury mm-hmm. to those contract extensions. This year's been bad enough to certainly consider reversing course or changing directions. Man, there's there's so much so much on the plate right now for, for this team. Um, and you hit on it, too, like get getting from the bye at four and eight. Yeah, they get the week off and correctly 
this organization termed these last five games as important, and it came up in the Hard Knocks episode. It's a five-game season. Mm-hmm. Let's just take care of business when we get on the field. And it almost it felt like there was actually hope building, and that lasted three plays. Yeah. Yeah, right. It, I mean, right. it's just one of those. I've I've never seen anything like this, quite well, honestly. No, I, either have I. And and then the Kyler Murray play in and of itself for a guy to suffer a non-contact injury when he is so good at avoiding contact in the first place. It's yeah, Stephen King could not have done a, a more macabre job with yeah. this football season. Uh, and and so and now they've got four games left, and this is what's this is going to be from from the tone of what I heard from everything at the end of Hard Knocks. Yeah. Last Last night, looking forward to these last four games, there's going to have to be some real strong internal leadership to keep this thing on the rails. Yes. That's the way it feels to Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Yep. Have you subscribed to the Bickley and Murata podcast? Subscribe right now on your iPhone or Android. Never miss any of the show. It's the Bickley and Murata podcast. It's brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Coming up next, the Cardinals. Not the only local organization dealing with some issues right now. The Phoenix Suns also fit that description. We'll get into some Suns talk as they try to break a losing streak tonight in L.A. That's next. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. No, you can't panic. Um, you know, there's, we've had our chances in some of them, and some games we haven't had a chance. Um, you know, you can't get down to, to good teams early and consistently. Um, but, you know, it's been a struggle for us, and, you know, we don't make any excuses. You know, we know that, you know, where we are, we're fortunate to have, have started well, and uh, we're still in a good position. But, you know, there are a lot of areas where we can improve and we need to improve. And, you know, that'll happen. But for right now, we just have to focus on being able to start games strong, you know, get Chris off to a good start, and give ourselves a chance on the road. It's James Jones, the uh, president of basketball operations for the Phoenix Suns, the new title, joining uh, Burns and Gambo yesterday, talking about the five-game losing streak, which is still going. And it could reach six. It could be snapped tonight. Suns have a tough road game against the L.A. Clippers on the second game of a back-to-back for the Clips. They won last night over Minnesota. And I think people, when they hear that sound by Bick, Suns fans might uh, focus on the phrase of, we're not panicking, um, which is the right stance for James Mm -hmm. Jones to take right now. Doesn't necessarily reflect the attitude of the fan base because things have looked not good. The results have not been good. And Chris Paul has not been good. No, he's not been good. And if you look at the, the the weird landscape of the Western Conference, and yes, it's still very early, but right now the Phoenix Suns are the fourth seed, tied with Portland. They're both sixteen and twelve, but they're three games away from being number twelve in the Western Conference right yeah. now. That's oh, yeah. how bunched up well, it is. No, as you pointed out, that that's the danger of getting out outside that that top three, top four is uh-huh. your slide can can be pretty steep and pretty quick. Uh, and there's a lot of teams down there waiting to pass you up. That's why, uh, you know, I, I just think what Monty Williams said before the Houston game, which did not end up well, it was this team needs a win. And I, I really feel that tonight. And I really feel like a, a return of Devin Booker is something not only the Suns need, but I think we all need it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think we all need it. This is just it. 
when you so when you step back, and I don't mean to group the Cardinals and the Suns together, but it, it's hard not to, especially at one point in time when I envisioned the concept of Lit City, when we had two actual championship caliber teams at once. Remember that old thing? That feels okay. so yeah. doesn't long it? ago. That was back and, in 1928. And, and, <laughs> right. And when you think about the drama and the dysfunction that has kind of come along ever since then and the postseason traumas that each franchise put forth, then you had this season that we're living concurrently with the Suns and the Cardinals and the Cardinals have been, you know, they've been crab staggering from the very beginning. The Suns, they were on a real high plane for a while and we thought, okay, this is good. I, I kind of like the way this team has grown and now that's gone and yeah. it's like people don't know what to grab onto. Uh, that's, uh, this is this is when Devin Booker is most handy and useful in the Valley, in the Valley yes. sports scene. And uh, he, he should be back tonight. He's aiming to come back tonight. Uh, Burns and Gambo asked James Jones about I mean, it. We're hopeful Devin can go tomorrow. Uh, we'll, we'll see with him. And as far as DeAndre and, and Cam, who you know banged up last night, they're still going. They're un, going under evaluation. So uh, hopefully we get a little more clarity with with them in the next couple of hours. And I checked the official NBA uh, injury report. They had a four thirty a.m. update. <laughs> they, they update it constantly. When I checked it this morning. DeAndre Ayton was listed as questionable. Campaign was listed as out. As out. There's, okay. well, you know, there's some things that can change on that front. But mm-hmm. I agree with you. Getting Devin Booker back is of the utmost importance. And the weird thing about this, Bick, too, is that this slide that the Suns are on. Not only is it that they're stacking losses, which we're just not used to seeing this team do over the last two seasons. Uh, really, the two plus seasons after they won eight in a row in the bubble. Yeah, uh, is that it's coming on the heels of a really good stretch of basketball. They had won six straight games after they beat the Bulls. That was Devin Booker's 51-point game in three quarters. And you're like, wow, the Suns are on top of the world right now. Right. They followed that up immediately with a weird, uncharacteristic loss to the Rockets. And that started everything. They did get a win in that stretch. They beat the Spurs, who, by the way, are playing much better basketball since that game. But uh, not only team-wise, but individually. Devin Booker, three straight games of 40 points and then kind of, you know, really... You know, tailed off. DeAndre Ayton had had you know that that stretch of seven straight double doubles, and then really tailed off. It's it's really hard to diagnose why and what's happening to this team right now, other than the injuries. Of yeah, course. and and how viable they're going to be as a playoff team if they're not you know dramatic dramatically different or a- added tweaks to it in the coming months. Yeah, I, I'm with you on all that. I think all that is accurate, and it's it's unnerving. It's different. It's weird. I I think. I like what Monty Williams said about this, but I'm also kind of haunted by it when he said that we're back to kind of even back before the bubble when we were that kind of team that could lose five, six games ago, five or six games in a row. We were always looking to do the next right thing. And that's one of Monty's phrases, right? Mm-hmm. Do the next right thing. Yeah. And so, and I think that's a great way to frame what they're going through now, but it's also sort of a revelation that it might be like this for a little bit. So it, it, what, everything that's coming from the Phoenix Suns is basically telling their fan base, chill out. This is going to be bumpy. This It's like a pilot coming on and saying, listen, buckle up, folks. It's, we got some turbulence, and it's going to be here a while. Yeah, hey. folks, we've got to stretch the schedule right now. It's going to be a little bit bumpy. We suggest you uh, fasten your seatbelts and... Uh we're going to suspend drink service <laughs> yeah, at this right. point of the flight. Right, and, that, and, that, and that's the part that always draws the booze, the suspending <laughs> drink service. Oh, oh, come on. I can on. take a little turbulence. Right. 
I can face my own mortality, but I need my vodka and soda. Come on. I can face certain death, but right. not sober. <laughs> I'll sit in the middle seat next to the Grim Reaper, but give me my Jack and Coke. <laughs> <laughs> so but that's that's what it sounds like. So and it sounds like it sounds like the Suns know that they're going to have to make some additions. And James Jones, I mean, it, it, this is not this is not Nero fiddling as Rome is burning. This is not James Jones ignoring uh, a team that is screaming for reinforcements. He clearly has a plan. He must have a plan. So, so I think that I, I think we just all have to kind of respect that, in, well, in a, and and that's why again, this is why Devin Booker coming back is so important because Devin Booker comes back, he plays out of his mind most times. The Suns are going to start winning games again, and it's going to get back to the okay. This team is just fine. We may not, it, it may not be a number one or two seed, but this team is going to have a roll of the dice, and they're going to be healthy and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, and back to James Jones and, and his plan specifically on the Jay Crowder front it's i get the frustration because jake the, the frustration with jay crowder among the fan base grows by the day when the suns continue to struggle and this guy's getting paid for for not being with the team people are like what what's going on um james jones clearly is holding out for a deal that he thinks is right for this team he very you know he could have traded jay crowder he could have done it uh, very quickly and got less return. Mm-hmm. He's waiting for so it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like you know, if he'd done it early in the season in October, when when Jay Crowder says I'm not going to be with the team, and the Suns say All right, you're not going to be with the team, and we're going to work on a trade. And the first one that comes down the pike, you do it. And then later on, starting today or January 15th or closer to the deadline, somebody else becomes available that could have been much more useful. You've kind of painted yourself in the corner. But this is putting a lot of stock, though, into the waiting will pay off. It is. And that people will really want Jay Crowder, someone yeah, that has such a weird thing. If it doesn't work out, then, you, yeah, you're right. You're because the longer, the yeah, yeah, the longer it goes, the longer it will be the teams that just need to add a certain kind of niche piece that James that Jay Crowder would fill, and if he, if that's what the market becomes, those teams aren't necessarily going to want to give a lot in return because they're just reaching out to get him to fill a very distinct role. Mm-hmm. Nor will they need to give up that much the longer he sits on the market. That's that's why that's why to me the longer this goes, I'm not sure it benefits the Suns. I, I really I I don't, but. You know, I don't know what comes back to the Suns in whatever future deal happens. But every time I look at Jay Crowder's future, I just see him in a Milwaukee Bucks uniform. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I can like see that. kind of player it, that would be pinpointed. Maybe Philly, but Philly doesn't really need him. Yeah, because they, they've already got, you know, P.J. Tucker. He's, he's kind of like the same type of player. Yeah. More offensively yeah. Re- reliable than a P.J. Tucker, but... Right. Somebody who can go in and shoot corner threes for the Bucks. So what you're saying is we're just delaying the inevitable that is Grayson Allen? Is that what you're saying? Oh, no. I didn't <laughs> say that. But that, just that, by that point, it's also going to be somebody who hasn't played NBA basketball in like nine months by the time he gets traded. He's working out hard. Don't oh, you see right, his right, uh, right. social media posts? He's got his grind on, man. He's putting man. grind on. on every day in all capital <laughs> yeah, that's letters. Right. That's right. <laughs> and that <laughs> means something, the all caps. Yes, it's, it's much different to work out in all caps. Much different. <laughs> Coming up next. Some NFL hash marks, some heat in an AFC East matchup where there won't be heat literally. 
and also some heat in the NFC East between two rivals at the top of the division. We'll get into that and more next. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings here on this Thursday. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata. Hash marks. The Miami Dolphins' last game was in L.A. at SoFi Stadium against the Chargers. It was open air. They had the uh, the roof open at SoFi Stadium. It was 53 degrees. Uh-huh. The Miami Dolphins had sideline heaters for a game that was played in 53 degrees. Uh-huh. This Saturday night, uh-huh. the Dolphins are going to need some extra strength sideline heaters because they're playing at uh, Buffalo against the Bills where... Uh, according to weather reports for Buffalo, could turn into a snow game. It's going to be really cold. It's going to be Tua Tungavailoa's first game as a pro played in uh, sub-freezing temperatures. They're looking at a temperature of about 28 degrees with some snow during the game. Yeah. And the Dolphins, to a person, from Mike McDaniel, their head coach, to Tua Tungavailoa are downplaying this possibility of playing a weather game in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. This has the makings, as I see it, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. This has the makings of a Buffalo Bills blowout. Well, it, it's certainly uh, a crossroads litmus test for the Miami Dolphins. Yes. And we, when we mentioned yesterday, the, the teams that now that the Cardinals are circ- circling the drain, what teams could you emotionally get behind on a temporary basis? Uh, I had mentioned the Bills because of their long-suffering fans. The Miami yes. Dolphins would also be in that category because I find their head coach, and a lot of people do, Mike McDaniel, very, very interesting. He's very different. And... And yet he's got a very uh, embraceable vibe to him, if you will. He's a player's coach in a different kind of way than, say, Cliff Kingsbury's a player's coach. He was strutting strutting around practice with a T-shirt that said, I wish it were colder at practice yesterday. He turned down the air conditioning to 50 degrees for the Miami Dolphins. I don't know what that's going to do. That electric bill. Oh, my, no, my God. Good luck with that. Steven Ross right. has some money. It's Think fine. about that. Think about the Yeah, right? Exactly. Uh, so, so this game, this game, like you said, it adds up, and it looks like everything in the world would be conspiring against the Dolphins because it's in Buffalo. It's cold weather. There might be a few inches of snow. It's exactly the kind of weather that the Bills and their mythology love. Mm-hmm. It's like Brett Favre throwing snowballs after touchdown passes, yeah. that kind of stuff. And and so I think this is this is one of the marquee games on the schedule for me because uh, the Miami Dolphins, for some are interesting to me. They're entertaining. I like the, their head coach. The Tua story is interesting, but they're kind of struggling a little bit now. And Tua specifically. It's Tua specifically. Not been the last two weeks. Yeah, and now you're getting this big night in, in this... Uh, yeah, so yeah, it's going to take a big effort for Miami to kind of give themselves a chance to win in this, but I, I'm, I'm down with this game. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, but this is has got the Bickley stamp of approval. If there's snow on the turf, play well, ball. Yes, yeah, I guess. You know that. <laughs> uh, it's not on the schedule this week, but we're going to get another matchup between the Dallas Cowboys and Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles have been the best team in the league this year. Um, they've got one loss on the year. The Cowboys are resurgent. They're right on the heels of Philadelphia in a very competitive NFC East, uh, which makes this story a little bit interesting, too. Micah Parsons was a guest of Von Miller on the Voncast. Everybody's got a podcast. Yeah. Uh, Von Miller's podcast, they were talking about 
Jalen Hurts and his role with the Eagles. Jalen Hurts is the odds-on favorite for the MVP right now. Lock and change in the last four weeks. We know that. Um, but here's Micah Parsons raising some questions on whether or not Jalen Hurts should be the MVP. Is it Hurts or the team? <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, it's, I think it's, it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man. I'm not, I'm not trying to make no enemies. I I just like I just love the game so much, and I understand it so much that like I can't. I, I like I like when things are off. I, I just can't like hold it in. Like I almost gotta say something. Uh, he's explaining it there. Um, I know what he's saying. That's going to end up on a bulletin board in Philadelphia. <laughs> well, we we know what came off the last time they played. Mm-hmm. Nick Sirianni and what he shouted to the team after the game was over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen. So there's the the temperature in this football game is going to be crazy. Um, I, I I don't know why that would be something somebody would hold against Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts' trajectory as a football player. I was listening to a press conference with him the other day. This kid is so mature and so right on it with everything he does and says. It's unbelievable. And how how could you? He's not one of the quarterbacks where you think like, well, he's just a system quarterback. It's just a team. Like he makes actual plays and he does. And he's a great leader. Great leader. I, and. I'm not lashing out at you, Jarrett, when when saying this. Oh, lashing do. more oh, out at, at Micah Parsons. Please but lashing lash. out at this whole idea of system quarterback. <laughs> Make like an eye and lash. <laughs> Make like an eye and lash, Vinny. Who's Come not on. a system quarterback? Every team employs a system. Well, most teams yeah. employ a system. Uh, and the quarterback <laughs> is 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 responsible for carrying out that system. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady's a system quarterback. Uh, like, oh, like Tom Brady hasn't been surrounded by talent in the past. Yes. I mean, come on. So look, look. I, th- I, I think the Philadelphia Eagles. They're a very well constructed team. They've made really smart additions to their team, and they're really solid. And the record is not a fluke. And their quarterback is ascending before our eyes, and he is going to get paid. The uh, I don't know why people would use that as a way to kind of discredit what he's done because I think that's ridiculous but it's the Cowboys Eagles it's uh, there there is no love lost between these two I, I'm telling you this game is going to be there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of extracurricular stuff in this game yep unfortunately we have to wait a little bit because uh Dallas is on the road at uh, Jacksonville Philadelphia on the road at Chicago this week but uh, that Jacksonville-Dallas game is a little bit more interesting. Jacksonville's playing good football right now, and they're playing with confidence. Trevor Lawrence has played better. He talked mm-hmm. about that London game being mm-hmm. kind of a starting point for that, that franchise. They actually have a real professional head coach this year, which is something they didn't have last Trevor year. Trevor Lawrence is finally yeah. coming around a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get more into uh, Week 15 a little later on in the show today. Coming up next, it's raining And the Arizona Cardinals apparently don't have an umbrella. What else can go wrong for this franchise? We'll get into that straight ahead. It's Pickley and Murata Mornings here on this Thursday, live from the Ak-Chin Community Studios. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.